Here we go, the season that just seems to never end. Pete Hooley, here we are on what feels like it could be week 53 of the NBL season. You might be right, might be a bit more. It's, it's keeps How long going. is this thing going to go for? Because frankly, it's and don't get me wrong, I love the NBL, but mm. this feels like it's been the longest season in history. Well, there's a reason we, we know, don't normally play during AFL and NRL seasons, and especially in the winter, that's when the I feel like we've big played big across plays. Two, in, two AFL seasons. Well, it feels like that, doesn't it's it? There's three about, premiers. I think there's three... June 6th is the last game of regular season. Then June 6th. Is that confirmed as the last game and then finals will yeah, kick off then? Unless Mark McGowan has anything to do with that, with what's going on in <laughs> Perth, then that's the that's the plan we've got right now. Well, one person that may not be playing mm. in that period is Dang Adele, who shockingly, well, maybe not shockingly, but at the start of the season, no one would have seen this coming. I know I may have had him in my All-NBL team. I didn't have did. Defensive Player of the Year. I, I didn't have him getting released. Mm. I had him all NBL second team. I mean, he was, we've seen what he can do in the in the NBA. He had some good games for Cleveland, to be, to be he honest. He played well. He had a great college career. Yep. He had a solid, in terms of an Australian mm. standard, he had a very, very solid Little NBA stint. stint. Yeah. Yeah. And then G League, he was good too. Uh, trained with Melbourne United when I was there. So as well, I've seen what he can do. And then, yeah, I don't think anybody saw this coming in terms of what he's done as performance. I think it's... It's all, it's a weird timing for it to be him to be gone now. Like you would have thought, maybe he should have been a little earlier if they're going to do it at all, because that way you could have maybe brought someone else in and got them up to speed, qualified for. Which I think, if they are bringing some, I don't know if they are bringing. Was it a mutual release? Was it under the I'm mutual sure. release terms? Because then they don't have to pay them, and well, then there's said, a chance that you can get look, someone. Can you even qualify someone? You'd have to now. You'd have to come in now. You, and it doesn't look like they're going to get anyone in. Who are you going to bring in? That's the real question. So who's around to be able to bring in um, in that kind of position that they need? Do you have I, to, to qualify now? Unless it's someone, again, around the league. Who's already Jeremy qualified. Kendall's going to have his sixth stint he might. as a replacement. He might. I wouldn't mind him. Well, damn sure he's probably going to score the ball mm. better than Dang Adele was while he was in there. But, yeah, they released saying it was a mutual thing. But, it's again, it's just the timing of it, which is the strange thing of why was this – if you, this is the way you were thinking, why was it not a few weeks ago where you can bring someone in but was Dengadel maybe thinking, because there's got to be some sort of explanation to why you would do it this late. And I start to think maybe Dengadel approached the team, and that's why it's a mutual one where you don't have to pay someone out, and said, this just isn't going to work. I just want to step away from this, either get signed with another team. Well, there you go. Or just step away and reassess. Okay, clearly, because we also don't know what's going on in people's personal lives Never. or any of that sort of stuff. And Correct. the way that Dengadel is playing mm. is so poor mm. compared to what he's done in the past mm. that I refuse to believe that it's just a situational thing. No, it's but, uh, the timing of it is the question mark of, you've seen other teams now, other contenders where guys are injured, guys are falling out. Is there perhaps an opportunity where he's seen, okay, well, if we go now, if I mutually release, this is not working for me, the system isn't working for me, I'm not happy here, someone else might pick him up. There's a strong chance he'll be I playing. would be surprised if he didn't get picked up because would... he's always been a good defender yeah. and the rating showed him as a poor defender mm. at the Hawks. I mean, you look at the team that could use him right now in, in with injuries and dealing with stuff. I hope because he's a great kid. He can go down the highway. There's a chance he'd go down be, the highway. Xavier Cooks has been he's suiting up just to qualify, but he's he's wearing he's literally he's wearing like, skate he's been, shoes. He's been out there, the he's been out that long. He's not going to have the same sort of impact. Correct. When you look at the game, the athletic game Correct. that Xavier Cooks plays, I don't think even if you bring him back late, he'd have the same impact. And you know what? The Kings are kind of rolling oh, in yeah, a way. They are. But so I, I, I've, I don't mind. I think there's a chance he might go down the highway a little bit. There's other teams as well that could use him. You never know what what could find out. Um, I think he definitely gets picked up. I think he'll finish out the season on an NBL roster. 
you don't think he goes, well, it's pretty tough to head over to Europe or anywhere? Yeah, any of that now because you want to still play. And in a contender, like again, what you're bringing him in, you're not going to be paying him whatever he was getting paid at Illawarra from all those reports. You're paying him for what he's going to be for the games leading up. And you just say, this is what we want your role to be. No pressure. Just come in and add something little to us, which is why I think purple and gold, he might be in a purple and gold. Well, I hope you find something because I refuse to believe that this is purely just an on-court, Dengadel is no longer a good basketball player. Just like I defend Mike Kelly saying, okay, it's not like Mike Kelly is just mm. no longer a good basketball coach. Shit happens. Yeah. It's been a rough year. Mm. You have to say... A couple games where he was like, oh, this is it. This is the Dengadel. This is the one. This is the one we want to see. And when you just can't get it rolling, you just can't get it rolling. And maybe I am being too light because I like the kid. Mm. And I reckon he's a great person. So maybe I am being a little light because there's plenty of other players that are playing a lot better than Dengadel getting played less than Dengadel that I still roast (laughs) on a regular basis. So Liam Sanmarino did tweet to say, imagine if he goes down the highway and gives you buckets against the Hawks in the finals. Which would be hilarious. I love that. Liam just getting a little, little know, wedge I, in there. I, I, That's think very just, I don't know if he knows right, anything. No, he knows everything. I don't think he has any substance to that. He's Liam, just throwing it out Liam there. Liam is not going to throw anything out there. He's not like me. Yeah. He's going to throw. He's not going to throw stuff out there with zero substance. That's true. Just for the sake of throwing it out. Mm. So if he said something like that, mm. then there's got to be some talks in the works. He, I, I think he gets picked up. Someone will pick him up. He, we said it was ridiculous, said, his calls that... Southeast Melbourne were going to make the finals, and then miraculously, they're good. Broke off a pick. Yeah. <laughs> you know, who yeah. now, of course, is dealing with his pupils. Yeah, hopefully gets those fixed up. But Jared Weeks, another situation at New mm. Zealand released. Now this one's a bit different. It was more there was no shock here. Will no. McDowell White's coming to this team, dominating, Levi Randolph, playing well. Yeah. Levi Randolph coming back in. There's really no room. It was either Trist yep. or Weeks, yep. and the rumor mill mm. has said that Trist that Weeks has put his hand up for that. Well, again, because it's a mutual release. That yeah. was that was firmly in the thing—a mutual release, which also means I believe you don't get paid. Yeah, as I said before, in a mutual release, which is what I think he'd be looking at. Of again, other teams might need some opportunities. We talk about the Sydney Kings with their injury depletion, all that kind of. Other teams might be like, you know what, Jared Weeks. We've seen what he can do. This is Agent Ninety Seven, Jared Weeks. This, he, this is like man of the year kind of stuff. Like the energy score. off the bench. Yeah. So it's like teams might be like, well, hang on. We don't have to play him, but like we could have him on the roster, and if someone goes down, we we can trust him, a veteran, to throw it in there. Um, I think it's a good decision because you look at who he's who he's trying to take minutes off. Once you bring in McDowell White, both Webster brothers are there. Levi Randolph's there. Tom Abercrombie. So it's like, oh, there was no room. For there him. was no room. There was no room. They're, they're no absolutely room. stacked there. Mm. Would you take Dengadel or Jared Weeks if you're a team that needs a punch, needs an energy punch, needs a player late in the season? You want to make a run. Are you taking Jared Weeks or Dengadel? If I don't have to pick a position, but rather guard or forward, I'd probably take Jared Weeks. Yeah, I'm taking Jared that Weeks. Dude brings which I never energy thought off I would bench, say. Yeah. And, and don't get me wrong, Agent yeah. 97, big fan of Jared mm. Weeks. I reckon he lights up games when he's on. Mm. Just hasn't had the chance to get that sort of run at it. Because yeah. he's a guy who could come and miss his first two threes and he hits his next six. Well, the problem is, again, and we're not going to have too much like expectation on Jared Weeks to come and deliver. Whoever signs Dengadel, people are going to be Ooh. like, well, here we go. This and is his chance. And then you're going to have all the outside noise still. If he still has like four points, you're going to be like, man, why'd you sign Dengadel? Like all this kind of stuff. Jared Weeks has no Well, the hardest thing for Den going in now is that if he goes to another team and plays poorly, which is a very real chance Mm. if you're coming off all that sort of stuff and then coming into a team where you don't know the systems, you're in a new environment, Mm. well, maybe that helps. You never know. But if you don't perform, your stock as an NBL player plummets. Yeah, Yeah, it's true. You you potentially won't be in the league next year. Yeah, it's true. Whereas if he comes in and plays to the standard we know he can, you're probably demanding maybe just a little bit less than you're on an Illawarra next year. But that's right. So yeah. It's a so this high is risk scenario. High risk for could be a high here. reward. Could be a high reward if he does, but he's got to play better. And what I say? speaking of playing better, oh, one man who can probably not do much better is Josh Giddy. Back to back triple doubles. The first Australian yep. to get back to back triple doubles, and now it gets to the point. And I know we changed with the wind. 
in the basketball world, in mm. the media world. But you look at the numbers that he's putting up now and you compare him to LaMelo Ball, you compare them to other people in the draft. Last week I was saying, let's not overhype this thing and, and put too much pressure on. <laughs> now, mm. and you know that they, they improve real quick. When you put an 18-year-old in the league and give them heavy minutes, they improve. That trajectory is so yep. quick. You look at what LaMelo was at the end of the year versus what he was at the start of the year. Look at where Josh Giddy was at the start to where he is now. It is a different player. It's insane. And even over the last week, we've seen it's another insane, step up. It is insane. Are we maybe, and I never thought I'd turn like this, are we not hyping him up enough? I don't think we are. I really think we've got to get around this and, and be like overhyped. The ridiculousness. Like, dude. He needs better PR at the moment because you look at everyone in the draft at, at exactly, the moment. Exactly he's the point. only one playing yep. and he's performing at a top, top level in a league that is respected and just had who's going to be the rookie of the year come in and put, in my opinion, less impressive numbers and less impressive performances on the table. Well, the team wasn't winning last year with LaMelo. No, they and, weren't winning at all. And he was shooting a terrible percentage. He's Giddy's shooting a better percentage. And winning them. And the questions, yep. oh, can he shoot from three? He's shooting Shooting a better percentage than the guy who's actually, in my opinion, will become a reasonable three-point shooter yep. in the NBA in LaMelo Ball. And Conor Henry said this morning, I think, the more scouts are looking to come over. Josh Giddy is keeps saying, he's like, I want to play. And for, if you're going to keep performing like this, I've always wondered going to help. I've always thing. wondered with scouts coming over. It's on your TV. Yeah, I understand. Yeah, it's strange. Like, it doesn't look any different. Surely there's enough people who can tell, yeah, yeah, okay, the kid is like 6'9". Yeah. Like, he's legitimate 6'9". Yeah. He's not lying <laughs> yeah. about it. Yeah. But that stuff you're seeing on video, it's yeah, the same if you're sitting I, I'm courtside. With you on and I'm not, I'm not yeah. a scout, so maybe they like to see, you know, the body language off the court. And maybe you probably catch up with him with coffee or something like that, and just chat. Can about do who the I don't know. Can you? I think you have to wait till the certain drafts. Oh, like, I, that's, probably, that's probably a question for our man Olgan. Yeah. Well, he's going because she's Olgan is going to have a field day yeah. during this draft period. But again, he's like, we're talking about hyping up. We need to hype him up because, yeah. as you said, cameras are in front of every other American college draftee. Every, every single day. Even now they're working out there's no college sport because the attention... He needs a, a scandal. He needs to come out and say, I'm not going to the Knicks. <laughs> he needs or something like to this blow with, it up. With absolutely yeah. no context. Yeah. As soon as they ask him, are you excited for the draft? Yeah, I'm excited, but geez, I'll be pissed if the Knicks take me. Or he just something says, like that. I'm only, yeah. you only draft me if you're taking Daniel Johnson with him. For <laughs> like something like that to really give him a... a See, Daniel Johnson may give up 100 points a game in the NBA, but I reckon he could score 20 on pick and pops. 100%. 100% he could yeah. score 20. Yeah, he's surprised people. Daniel Johnson only- is, he, or you're the poverty-stricken Daniel Johnson in terms of the way you play. Like, you give up two, but you'll score three. <laughs> like, that's the way, that's the way you Do play. I at the moment? Have you checked the percentages? No, I haven't checked the percentages. <laughs> I give up two and I'm scoring two on oh, the other end, so we're breaking even. Right. Unfortunately, that results that. in a 30-point loss. But anyway, Magne, mm. another big story. Now, we love hotel quarantine allows this oh, incubation period for import rumours. We saw DJ Newbill, who appeared to be in a hotel wearing a Cairns polo, yeah. but then nothing, nothing kind of happened. Of it. Which, by the way... 14 days has passed. That was the weirdest thing. He not only wore one Cairns polo. He did multiple times. He did multiple times, and I think he knew what he was doing. Yeah. Well, if he was like... Because I was like, oh, he's going to sign with Cairns with Cam Oliver leaving... He's teased the type ends. That's not that's not funny for the type ends fans no. who are like, we're struggling. This would be great. Just yeah. to, you're going to sign maybe for Jesus next year sits as well. upon it. It's like if Jesus had opened the yeah. rock a bit and says, <laughs> nah, 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 nah. Put that one back in. Uh, but yeah, the Magne. <laughs> he, uh, he's got to go west, doesn't he? If you if you're Will Magne, you're looking at what you want to do. Like winning. I don't know why change anything. Winning helps everything, though. Why change anything in the west? Are you just is that purely Perth trying to stock up against United? Well, I think it is. I think it's them just thinking. Look, where do we just need a little bit more reinforcement? It's the four spot. He's going to have to play the four because John yeah. Mooney will play the five, or they can just play it like. Well, well, I like it as a bit of a defense against Landau, but I'm, I'm a strong 
proponent of just don't fix if it ain't broke. Well, I'm, I'm with don't you. Don't bring someone into a lineup who's going to demand coming off the NBA probably. And I'm not saying Will Magne has a big ego. Yeah. I'm not saying that at all. Yeah. But I'm saying when someone comes from the NBA and they've just had a stint there and it's okay, they want to come back and perform to that level, to that hype because Magne's stock has risen. Mm. Oh so yeah. He wants to perform no at that. So you're bringing in a guy who's obviously going to want to get his shots. He's going to want to if he wants to dominate on the boards, that's probably a good thing for the team. But he's going to want to get his shots. Is it though? And put up Mooney is the rebounding king. Hey, if Mooney and Magne are fighting that hard over the board and I reckon Perth are going to win a lot of games. So I wouldn't I ask, I ask you one question. I just need a one-word answer, which is going to be hard for you. But Will Magne or Jared Besto? We'll see. There's so many that's, angles. That's we can not do. one word. <laughs> I knew you weren't going to do it. I knew you weren't going to do it. I'm going to take Will Magne. <laughs> I knew. That's two words. You wanted a one-word answer and you asked me to give you two separate names. Yeah, Magne. Uh, and I think he will end up there. I well, I, and all the rumours as well. Like we saw he's got stuff in his hotel room. Like, no, that looks like professional gear. Oh. That looks like a professional bike. Someone's, I'll tell you what I'd do if I was Magna. I'd get someone to send me like a Perth Wildcats yeah. sweatband or a letter and just conveniently just, Yeah, place it. I'm going to go and would absolutely lap it up. If I'm in Perth, I'm going to stop by the Pullman Hotel and just go in there and, you know, just sit in there and have an exercise bike and have a little Wildcat shirt in, in the, he's in the Sydney Airport. anyone would possibly. Yeah, he's in a Sydney hotel. Yeah, you always have but to be this is what you, what you better off doing because I think it'll be Brisbane or Perth where he's going to go throw a little United cap in the background and just see people go crazy do it. I'll tell you what they should do she'd be sitting in the hotel room on day 14 with all the team's caps lined yeah, up and, and do and it like a college one you know like should. you take Which one away one not the tie pants it, it, you'd assume it's probably already done wherever he's going oh it's for sure done. Yeah, for sure it's already done mm. now it has been a while since we've brought back shit takes oh we're back oh boy it's taken a real People real have been shit taste. Jack, People have been begging Jack for Cameron it. doesn't want to listen anymore until it's back. No, he doesn't want to listen because I'm on it. That's fair. But we've finally found something worthy. It's probably even more worthy of shit takes. Throw this one up because this one makes me absolutely sick. Dengadel's release from the Illawarra Hawks had been rumoured for days. He'd struggled to adapt to the 40-minute game compared to the 48-minute game he's used to in the NBA G League. Plus, injuries hasn't helped. What on earth <laughs> is that? That is that is the worst take in the history of basketball and most of the worst takes before that came from myself. We've had we've had some bad takes in the, in the short time we've had this segment going and I don't understand where... But injuries, yeah. That is disgusting. Lead, lead with injuries. What was he going to do with an extra eight minutes on the floor other than F up more? <laughs> that is the only possible outcome with an extra eight minutes. Can you imagine the, the logical... I don't understand that one. The thought process you have to go through to Did say, you tweet that? No, oh, I didn't. Okay. I will. <laughs> I'm just making if sure. If I did, delete my account and never allow me on the app again. What sort of thought process, the, the cognitive gymnastics you have to go through to realise, okay, Dengadel was trash. And I love Dengadel. I hate to say that, but he was trash in the 40 minutes he played. Oh, it's because he was used to 48 minutes. Well, I mean, firstly, all you got to huh? look at, if you look at the his minutes played, I think it was like under 20. So you're doing the math. He's only going to be playing three and a half of those minutes, extra eight minutes possible. An extra three minutes was the difference. Who would have known? We've been wondering the whole time, <laughs> why is Dengadel playing so so bad? Unbeknownst to us, it's because it wasn't a 48-minute game. What, what you, the better line to go down here is, as we've spoke about a little bit, is the spacing and the way you have to play. The NBA court's bigger and you can't have a defensive three seconds. Oh, there is defensive three I don't seconds. care if there was two bloody rims out there. Dengadel wasn't going to play any better That's, within this. That would have been a more team. logical... Uh, explanation of the we've spoken about how you he's a one on one breakdown. He's, this system hasn't helped him, so it's like no. that's not going to do it. 
extra minutes, I don't think it was the key. Saying that the Monstars took his powers in Illawarra more is more logical <laughs> than saying that an extra three and a half minutes would have turned him into a player that was worthy of the paycheck he was receiving. Was that the worst take of the weekend? That was. It was so bad that I actually had to remove the username <laughs> from the top because I refused to even give it credit. Disgusting. So you think that's a worse take than not paying Jeremy Cameron's free kick against your Swannies? Yes. Oh, yes. It was a 16-metre kick. Oh, it's still, that's okay. <laughs> that's still okay. <laughs> Next up, in player out of bounds. Now, I hate to harp oh, on this one again. doesn't stop. But I am because it doesn't stop. Melbourne United, the same old cronies coming at it again saying, ha NBL crowds, uh, Melbourne United crowds. Mm. No one's going to the games. They should strip their name. Melbourne's done. Basketball's mm. done. It's Essendon versus Carlton. Across the road. Across the road. Mm. This was on the Sunday game that I saw all these tweets. Essendon versus Carlton across the road. Well, it's happened every – and Phoenix pretty as well. Much, every, every yeah, pretty much game. all the games. The yeah. Phoenix is a whole different kettle of fish yeah. with, with that sort of stuff. There's NBL 1 going on. Big V. Across the state. There's Big V going on Juniors. across the state. Juniors, all this sort of stuff. Sundays is huge. Junior practice, all that sort of stuff. It's the worst time to have a game. The worst possible time to have a game. And people are saying, oh, why isn't the NBL worried? Why aren't they in panic stations? Because you know what? Play this time because of the Because they don't care. <laughs> yeah. It's like someone wearing a Santa suit in the middle of January and mm. saying, why isn't anyone why, I'm yeah. ringing this bell? Why isn't yeah. anyone coming and collecting presents? Yeah. Because no one gives a shit about it yeah. at that time of the year. Yeah. If you have a Christmas tree in your house... I don't care mm. unless it's December. It looks stupid. Right now, the NBL looks stupid in the position that it's in, but it has no other option. Mm. This is not the time to be playing games. And okay, yeah, you can say, oh, but there's crowds here, there's crowds there. It's a different beast in Melbourne. This is a footy city. Mm. This is AFL heartland. Well, it is with that. And there's a reason we don't play during this time of the year. That's why yeah. NBL is normally done and dusted. Juniors is going yeah. to Big V. A lot of the people that come to games from Melbourne aren't from inner city. They're from like Frankston. They're from Bendigo. Like They drive yeah. in. You can't be doing that when you've got a training, a big no. training. You've got school the next day. There's weekday games. So there's plenty of – just highlighting it is just – Oh, it's, 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 it's infuriating it to see because the comments just look so dumb and you laugh at them when you look at them. And I can imagine people at the NBL just look at these things going, oh, my God. Like how can you have no comprehension – of what's going on. Yeah. It's a total lack oh, of comprehension of, of the situation. Yeah. It, it's, and people are saying, oh, last year there was 8,000 people at the games. A uh, uh, duh. Yeah. <laughs> Situation's different, yeah. mate. Yeah, I'm with you. And it's it seems it's going to keep happening. Melbourne United play Perth tomorrow night at home. It's going to be the same. Throw down yeah. on Saturday. It's not going to be good. You can't even go to games because you're boring. I can't out. go to games because playing. I have stuff on. I've yeah. been to two games this year. Mm. I usually go. I, I remember last season. I'm pretty sure I went to almost all the Melbourne United games. Yeah, that's right. You're supposed to be on the post game show and kept bailing. Yeah, yeah I remember that. <laughs> you snitched on me on camera. <laughs> but I would always go to the games. Yeah. I would go to all the games, in Melbourne. I've been to two games this year because you just can't get there. It's and too hard to get to. Let's not forget. You talk about. I'm going to go and watch the Swans over an NBL game. 100. Well, that's terrible by you because they're no good. They're going to. It's all pretenders. <laughs> but it's people as well. We got to realize how much money people lost last year. Still, of like, oh well, there's a game on a Wednesday. I'd rather go to that one than the Sunday. So everyone's just yeah. splitting up where they can go and the footy is a massive one. footy crowds they had the worst Friday night game for Richmond crowd footy crowds wise. are down yeah Collingwood had 20,000 there like everything's down we're still in a pandemic there's not many people where there is one person from Victoria that's claiming ah oh, the NBL crowd's so bad too bad no one's there to watch it like but that you just got to you've got to remove a section a certain section of your brain <laughs> in order to come to some of these conclusions yeah. that people are at the moment mm. hot or cold oh, we're already hot we're already fired yeah, up you are Goulding mm. almost takes off our man replay Vaughan's head with a pass. Mm, we got Tries vision? to throw the ball at him. We got vision. Let's have a look at this. And I, I warn anyone that it's about to be graphic footage. 
Bang, cocks it back, tries to throw it at the official. Now, Pete, if you are going to sit across from me and say that that is not, at minimum, at minimum, a technical foul, it is, yeah. then you are dead wrong. No, I'm with you. I'm saying it's. I'm saying it's a minimum. It should be a. T- I'm saying t- not ejection. He's not getting ejected. For I that. think that's a, that is as close as you are going to get. Look First at this slow mo. Let's have a look at this slow motion right here. He cocks that back in an exact throwing motion. That is an ejection. It, I don't think it's. I think it's a tech foul. We've seen that but is we've a seen, threatening motion we've seen towards text. the official. It's a frustration. We've seen text uh, given for a lot less. We've also yeah, we've seen, seen text given for a lot less, which means it should be an ejection for this. No, I think an ejection's too far. I think yeah, you can throw out a tech there, and then it's the difference between the way you cock it back in frustration instead of like you know how Pete, you fake Pete, throw it and drop it. Peter, it's not an ejection. Peter, it's not your Peter. You Peter, know it's not an ejection. Peter. Peter, you know it's I protect ejection. your bias as much as I can. You know and try to say ejection. that you're not biased towards Melbourne United. People come at you from all angles. That's they say, Pete, he's, he's always going to support saying, Melbourne. I love Chris Goulding. I reckon yeah. he's a great person. Absolutely love him. Yeah. reckon he's one of the best players in the league. But that there is an ejection. Not an, you, you, I'm with you. You said at minimum, it's a, it's a tech foul. At yeah. minimum. Yeah. Absolute minimum. It's not and an that ejection. would still be the wrong call. If that was a tech foul, we'd be arguing, why was that not an ejection? No, I don't think it's an ejection. I think if, Maybe if he does the old fake throw where you come down and then drop the ball no, in front no, of no, you, no. a bit the more The ball was thing. cocked. The ball was cocked. He was ready to launch. He's not throwing my it, though, only, My only saving grace on this mm. is potentially was Vaughn looking at the other official and didn't see it. Mm. Because when oh, he looked I, there, he, I think, he couldn't see exactly so was, where he was. I was courtside and I looked at Vaughn. Vaughn went, I think Vaughn went to grab his wrist. So you might be right that he was facing the other way. Only way to test this, you play this weekend. Let's see how you go. Just a little okay, yeah. back and just see what I'm going to try and cock the ball <laughs> and fake throw it at an official and let's see whether not only will I be ejected, I may even miss the next week. No, I don't think they will because, because like, I'm that uncoordinated I might accidentally let go of the ball. They might think, oh, wait, is, is Felix looking to actually pass the ball? Like, what, what's going on here? That's, they'd be so confused <laughs> that it looks like you're doing something Everyone other than wait, shoot. He's not, well, he's not shooting. Hold up, from one Pete Hawley bad take to another, mm. you suggested this one, mm. heritage jerseys all year. They're elite. They're elite. You understand that it's a heritage jersey. No, I know. Peter. But that's, when we talk about teams making their jerseys, what does what does the heritage jersey become if you wear it all year? I'm, I'm with you. But it becomes seen, the jersey. But we as like a third alternate. In college, you had the third alternate jersey when you yeah, yeah. choose. Oh, we, you I wear. played at a small school. We couldn't afford alternate jerseys. Oh, really? We played in skins. <laughs> Just <laughs> painted on Eastern Washington. You know. I think at least have as like a third alternate where you wear it multiple times because everyone wants those jerseys. The the Kings one was elite. The Sixers one was that's Willie Farley days for me. I want one of those Willie yeah. Farley jerseys. But what okay, so you keep jersey. wearing the heritage jerseys. What happens ten years from now when you go to heritage night? Or well, you don't have heritage night. What do you what do you wear? Well, basically what I'm saying with that is I want to have a, the third alternate where you can have more options during the year to wear that one because everybody loved them. Everybody loved I reckon I, I fiercely disagree. I reckon everyone loves them because they only come around every now and again. I want alternate jerseys, but I want stuff like the Looney Tunes jerseys. Right. So you want That was more, the best thing more, to happen okay, to the NBA was yeah, the Looney Tunes. Which I think jersey. is gonna come back next year when there's more Options and we're back to a normal season because yeah. those kind of things all popped up and well, especially with champion on board doing that sort of stuff. Mm. They're, they're in that sort of field, so I can imagine we'll get a few. Can more we of those get ourselves? We had jerseys last year. Can we get? A, I want a Sixers one. I want one. You of those, can get jerseys. I want one. Of I'm, those enemy, I'm public enemy number one of the NBA. I want a Philly Farley jersey. They'll throw one at me. I couldn't even get a jersey when I was playing. They sell. They actually they sell uh, the Felix von Hoff uh, <laughs> debut games from Adelaide jerseys <laughs> in Adelaide. <laughs> <laughs> oh, six, number six. Oh, oh and six. six. <laughs> Two numbers for one. Jack McVeigh, hot or cold, needs to play more minutes. Oh, hot. And I love, you saw him on Joe and Casey's Twitter. He was working out after the game, played two minutes. And the problem is, this always happens when we all, everyone, we're not alone in this. Everyone is saying the same thing. We but you get a massive alone. win and all of a sudden you're like, well, 
why would you play him again? Like, we played two minutes. If you're, if yeah, I hate that sort of stuff. I hate it too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hate it too. I know that's the He helps of, them. Yeah. He hel- and he's an well, energy he's guy. energy, but he's also a guy that – I think he's a guy that Adelaide – Adelaide usually have trouble keeping young guys around. Mm. We look at him, you know, Creek heads off, Sobey heads off. I wouldn't mind Jack. Jack McVay seems like the type of guy who I reckon would stay in Adelaide. He loves the community. Yeah. He's part of that. Get him some minutes. He's a high-energy guy. Mm. In two to three years, he's going to be a really, really good player for that Has team. Has he got another so year left? Yeah. I, oh, no, he's heading into free agency. Is he? Well, so, and by the way, every single free agent is signing with Tasmania, if you haven't heard. Every <laughs> single. There'll be 25 people on that roster. So he, he'll play in Tassie. Everyone's going to Tassie, apparently. Well, we'll see what happens. But I'll tell you what, Jack McBain needs to play, whether he plays a Tassie, whether he plays anywhere, he needs to play more minutes. He's I, proven every single time he hits on the floor. Well, it's also Keanu's bucket. struggling at times out there. Yeah. And you see that Jack's sitting on the bench and you're like, this guy can bring a bit more offense. There's something else going he on brings there, the same it? energy. Yeah. I don't know. And, and Jack's a pretty volatile guy. Like, don't say you know, he's up. We saw what happened last time. Question and, and decision. We got, he tweeted about it. Connor Henry knows what he's doing. We'll leave it at that. Anyway, that's another episode of Trash Talk. Giddy's back-to-back triple-doubles. Weeks released. Dengadel released. What are we in for next week? How many triple-doubles will Giddy get if he plays the rest Maybe of the Maybe it's season? Pete Hawley released. I had to call you Peter three times on the show today. I've never had to do that in my life. Sorry, Dad. Well, see you, Peter. We'll see you next week. Gamble responsibly.